Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by EMC and CDI Managed Services. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Rainey. Good morning, Dom. How are you doing today? Hey, Nicole. Doing super today. Uh, we got a house full of Dan's today. Yes, We're it is the differentiate Dan and Dan, Dan yeah. Hour. All right. Let's get this show started and uh, meet our first Dan. Joining us from the East Lake Foundation is your president, Danny Shoy. Next on our roundtable discussion, we have Dan Keogh, the founder and CEO of Zobi. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Good morning. Danny, get us started and tell us about the Eastlake Foundation and what you do there and all the great things that are happening. Sure. So the Eastlake Foundation was founded in 1995 by Tom Cousins, a very entrepreneurial businessman and philanthropist here in Atlanta. And the Eastlake Foundation was created to break the intergenerational cycle of poverty uh, that had existed in Eastlake Meadows, which was one of the most notorious housing projects in the country. Mm. The crime rate there was, uh, back before 1995, was 18 times the national average, a $35 million annual drug trade. Uh, less than 10% of the young people were able to meet the math standard uh, here in Georgia, um, and only 14% employment. Not unemployment, mind you, but 14% mm -hmm. employment. So the Eastlake Foundation was created to really break that cycle of intergenerational poverty mm -hmm. in Eastlake Meadows in the Eastlake community. So talk more about the mission of the Eastlake Foundation, if you can expand on that a little bit more. Sure. So the mission of the Eastlake Foundation is to create opportunities for mm -hmm. residents in the villages of Eastlake, which mm -hmm. is the mixed income housing development that replaced the all Eastlake Meadows that had been 100% public housing, to really uh, create opportunities for the residents in the villages of Eastlake and the young people and their families who benefit from the Charles R. Drew Charter School uh, mm -hmm. that the Eastlake Foundation started, for them to build a better life, uh, lives, build better lives for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I would say to you, Nicole, despite all that fancy language, that our mission is really simple. It mm -hmm. was to uh, do two things, to transform the Eastlake community uh, and the historic transformation in the community really took place in the late 90s, but it still continues today uh, with the addition of uh, a community garden and urban farm, the Eastlake Community Learning Garden and Urban Farm, um, a brand new uh, Eastlake Family YMCA Youth and Teen Center, mm -hmm. and most recently, uh, we're really thrilled and excited about the new Charles R. Drew Charter School Junior and Senior Academy mm -hmm. at the Charlie Yates campus, which is our essentially our middle and high school um, that was built on the back nine of the Charlie Yates Golf Course, which mm -hmm. is the public golf course in, in Eastlake. Um, the second part of our mission, uh, beyond transforming the neighborhood, was really to transform the people. And when I say transform the people, was to provide them with the resources and the, and the tools that they would need to move beyond um, what I had mentioned before, that mm -hmm. intergenerational cycle of poverty. And that's the work that we continue to still do to this day. Mm -hmm. You know, we often uh, hear that saying that it takes a village and you spoke about this mission. Um, how do you go about accomplishing that mission? Yeah. So we've uh, determined um, along the way that a lot of community redevelopment efforts that have happened around the country historically have not been successful because they've been very siloed efforts. So mm -hmm. the uh, recipe in our success 
has been employing an integrated, holistic approach. So we focus on three pillars. Those pillars are mixed income housing, cradle to college education, and community wellness, all focused in a specific geography, which in our case is the East Lake neighborhood, and all led by a community, uh, led by a lead organization, which I like to refer to as a uh, community quarterback. Mm -hmm. And we do this work with public and private partnerships, but it takes a lead organization like the Eastlake Foundation to focus day in and day out to make sure our partners across all those pillars are working together and communicating with each other mm -hmm. to the benefit of the residents that uh, live in the community, um, not just in the villages of Eastlake, but in the greater Eastlake and surrounding community as well. You spoke a little bit uh, earlier about some different programs um, that you have in place, especially to help the children. Can you talk about uh, what programs you're most proud to support? Sure. Um, so we are incredibly proud to support uh, Charles R. Drew Charter School. Mm -hmm. It is the city's first ever um, charter school, and it was started in, uh, in uh, 2000. Um, and I will tell you, the elementary school that was there before that was built for the children that lived in East Lake Meadows was uh, woefully underperforming. Um, when we started the charter school, I think we had uh, bright ideals about what it could be in the first year. And I know that things don't happen overnight mm -hmm. when you talk about uh, things that plague communities. So in the first year when the charter school opened, unfortunately, we were still in last place, uh, 69 of 69 elementary schools. But I'll tell you, since the show is the silver lining in the clouds, when mm -hmm. you're at the bottom, the only place that there is for you to go is up. Exactly. And so we are really proud that Charles R. Drew Charter School has moved from being uh, 69 of 69 last year to being the number one performing elementary school wow. in the Atlanta Public Talk School about System. Soaring. Absolutely. The number three performing middle school in Atlanta Public Schools. And uh, we just recently had a uh, Governor uh, Nathan Deal uh, come to celebrate the grand opening of the school, and Excellent. he himself shared that when you look at 400 schools across the state of Georgia that serve low-income African-American kids, that Drew is the number one, Drew Charter School is the number one performing of those schools. So very proud of the progress that Drew Charter School is making. Very proud of our first C of Eastlake program. Mm -hmm. It's one of two first T chapters in the city of Atlanta, providing young people with golf skills and life skills based on a values curriculum and knowing what golf will provide for our young people, mm -hmm. uh, scholarships to college, right. um, and also life experience that they can take with them beyond Eastlake. Um, so, so many wonderful programs. I don't, don't want to over-talk it, but, uh, mm -hmm. but those two I would say that we are particularly proud of because they've been um, long-standing efforts that we've supported since the beginning of the, uh, almost the beginning of the foundation. Right. That is excellent progress. Now, what metrics of success do you have for those programs? I'm glad you asked. So when we look at the uh, charter school, when we look at our, our young people, and again, I mentioned Cradle of College Education. We have two early learning partners, East Lake Sheltering Arms mm -hmm. and the East Lake Early Learning Academy at the East Lake uh, Family YMCA that work with our children in the community as young as six weeks old. So by the time they arrive to Drew Charter School at pre-K or kindergarten, mm -hmm. they're already arriving much ahead of their peers. Right. Uh, and that's critically important because a lot of young people from low-income uh, families and communities, they tend to start behind. Um, so in terms of metrics, we will look at language and literacy rates. We will look at the CRCT, which is our state standard here in Georgia. Mm -hmm. We'll look at uh, that. Um, and really beyond the test scores, we want to know about their emotional and social health. 
That's important. Um, absolutely is important. Uh, and the graduation rate, mm -hmm. because we do this to make sure that they all can graduate high school and, and move on to college. With our first C of E SAKE program, uh, we're also going to look at how our young people reflect those values, uh, things like integrity, perseverance, honesty. Um, and we'll look at how many of them are selected by the National First T Organization to be represented uh, in competitive opportunities for young people all across the country and how many of them are also uh, doing well um, on all the metrics that it takes for them to graduate high school and to go on to college. Mm -hmm. We're speaking today with Danny Shoy, president of the East Lake Foundation on Silver Lining in the Cloud. Hey, Danny, uh, how does the, uh, let's talk about money, you know, in terms of, man, that's what makes the world go around, you know, and uh, all these great things can happen with some kind of funding. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, how your organization uh, raises money and uh, to support these great programs? I'm glad that you asked, Dominic. So we rely on the generosity of corporations and foundations, um, also the generosity of individuals uh, who are able to donate to our organization to support our ongoing work. Um, we are really grateful for uh, the tour championship by Coca-Cola. Uh, Coca-Cola has been a tremendous partner, uh, as has been the uh, tour championship and the uh, PGA Tour and the Southern, and Southern Company as well. The tour championship by Coca-Cola uh, contributes a, a healthy amount of, our, um, of revenue for our operating budget. Um, so we're grateful for that. And uh, it's coming to Atlanta September 11th through 14th, as a matter of fact. Um, anyone interested can attend the tour because we are the beneficiaries of the uh, net proceeds from that. And they can go to uh, PGAtour.com backslash TTC to learn more about the schedule of, event, of, of events for the Tour Championship by Coca-Cola. So let's talk about one of the great accomplishments. I know you've got a laundry list of stories and successes. Uh, just, just give us a snippet of uh, some of the great accomplishments. Sure. Well, I'll run down our accomplishments quickly by the numbers. So I mentioned before that Eastlake uh, Meadows, uh, the public housing development uh, that had existed before um, the Eastlake Foundation started, I'd mentioned that employment was only 14%. Now employment for the families that are living in our um, affordable units, uh, which is our publicly subsidized units, um, employment is above 70%. We've watched the uh, median income go from uh, $4,500, $4,500 a year, which is really not anything to live on. We've watched that more than quadruple uh, for our families that are living in those affordable units. We've watched uh, less than 10% of the young people uh, who met and exceeded the state standard in math. Now, I will tell you that Drew Charter School, um, the charter school that the ESAC Foundation started, um, Across all academic course subjects, our students are meeting and exceeding expectations at 98 and 99%. We have gone from closing the achievement gap, um, and, and I'm proud to say that our students are about 62% of our population qualifies for free and reduced lunch, and we are 80% African American. They've gone from really closing the achievement gap to eliminating it, uh, is what we uh, like to say. and. Uh, I would say notably that we've watched violent crime go down 90% from 19 years ago when we started uh, and would say to you that uh, crime in Eastlake is 50% uh, lower than the city of Atlanta a average. So we're really mm -hmm. proud 
uh, that we've made East Lake a community where possibility takes place. And there are infinite possibilities because of the generous support we receive. When we know better, we do better. Absolutely. Uh, we're talking with Danny Choi with East Lake Foundation. He is the president there. And uh, Danny, just uh, this has got to have caught on a lot of attention uh, by a lot of people in a lot of communities. Can you, can you share a little bit about uh, how East Lake has served as a model for other communities? So the East Lake Foundation, uh, founded in 1995, we are getting ready to celebrate our 20th anniversary next year. Um, about five years ago, um, we launched, we helped the formation of our sister organization. It's actually a national network called Purpose Built Communities, uh, and it's led by our former Atlanta Mayor Shirley Franklin, who serves as the CEO and chair of the board. And its senior leadership uh, consists of the former uh, leadership of the Eastlake Foundation. And what they've done is they've taken the blueprint that I talked about that we have used in Eastlake to accomplish our successes and developed a model. So again, that model being focused on mixed income housing, cradle college education, and community wellness led by a lead organization or com community quarterback in a neighborhood. And they have uh, exercised this model or employed this model rather in New Orleans, in Indianapolis, in Charlotte, North Carolina, in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Birmingham, and Rome, uh, to name just a few, just to name a few cities. I see Dan getting excited about his hometown <laughs> in New Orleans. And uh, really, there are cities across the country that come to Eastlake. We would once celebrate about 2,000 visitors a year and realize that we had to focus Eastlake Foundation on doing the work and not just talking about it. Mm -hmm. So purpose-built communities, uh, my colleagues there, they serve as free consultants um, that travel to cities where there is an interest to have something like Eastlake Foundation in terms of a neighborhood that goes undergoes a radical uh, um, redevelopment. Mm -hmm. um, so they're doing that work all across the country and looking forward to growing to 25 cities by 2015. Danny Shoy with Eastlake Foundation. Okay, Danny, I heard the word holistic. Yes. That's a big word. So uh, it means a lot to different things to different people. But uh, what's important about a holistic, integrated approach to breaking the cycle of poverty? So when we say holistic, and I'm glad that you asked that, Dominic, because sometimes people will take holistic to mean that we do everything. And we're very clear about the fact that we, we don't do everything. Um, but in the way that we use holistic and also integrated, um, we know that it takes all three of those things. You look at other community redevelopment efforts uh, historically, and because they've either focused, let's say, maybe on housing um, and nothing else, uh, or they may have focused on housing and then education, but they stagger the efforts, um, that it really takes a tackle uh, issue that can be seemingly intract intractable like intergenerational poverty. It takes you doing all of those things simultaneously. Uh, that's really the key to doing this work. And what I like to call the secret sauce, Dominic, is the uh, lead organization, is the community quarterback, because you need someone who's going to wake up thinking about what it takes to not just have this success, but to also sustain it over, over time and to engage uh, donors, uh, individuals who will volunteer and give money, donate money, so that this work can continue to happen. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. I love that secret sauce. 
That's great. <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, how can individuals support the work you guys are doing there at the East Lake Foundation? I presume it's, uh, you know, not-for-profit. Absolutely. So. We are a not-for-profit organization, so we rely on the generosity of uh, corporations, foundations, and individuals. Uh, so anyone that's interested of giving uh, of their resource, giving of their, their treasure, they can visit us at www.eastlakefoundation.org. Um, so I would say to you that the resources are very important since we are a not-for-profit, uh, serving a, a public and common good. Um, but as important are to have other hands and feet that also want to help to do the work. So we engage lots of volunteers who are willing to give of their time and their talent. Uh, and as I mentioned before, uh, just want to give one more shameless plug for the Tour Championship by Coca-Cola. <laughs> since we are the beneficiary of, uh, beneficiary of, of uh, that tournament, um, it really helps us to have almost 30,000 people a day over those four days who will come into Eastlake, a place where people once couldn't wait to get out of and didn't want to come into, um, tracking through Eastlake, seeing the great work that we do, understanding the need for us to continue to do the work, and the millions of eyes around the world that will watch the world's 30 best golfers uh, really compete in something that's so much bigger than golf. It's about making and creating endless possibilities in Eastlake. Absolutely. Thank you, Danny. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Danny. A radical redevelopment indeed. I actually can't wait to have you back on next year to celebrate your 20th anniversary and hear about more of the good things that you guys are doing for the Eastlake uh, community there. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. We look forward to welcoming you, Dominic and Nicole, and would love for either of you or Mike or any of your other colleagues to visit us in Eastlake and talk to our young people now mm -hmm. that we have high school students who might be interested in broadcast and journalism or any of the other things that you do. Well, I'll see you too, Dan. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> you, there. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud brought to you by CDI Managed Services and our sponsors over at EMC. Next on our broadcast is Dan Keo with Zobi. Welcome, Dan. How are you? I'm doing great, Nicole. Thanks for having me, and congratulations to Danny and the East Lake Foundation. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very impressive. Yes, it is. Tell us about what you do uh, at Zobi, your background. Sure, Nicole. Um, gosh, that's a kind of a wide open one, so I'll start with background, then I'll okay. jump to Zobi real quickly. Okay. So uh, I'm kind of a quirky bird. I uh, have a background <laughs> in psychology and then got into marketing and then into technology uh, and have always had a passion for sports and in particular fantasy sports. So there's the background on the illness that got me into, uh, into Zobi, mm -hmm. uh, which is um, a games platform. And I'll, I'll give you a lot more specific information about that. But we're focused on sports, uh, entertainment, and, um, and definitely also benefiting charities, which we'll, we'll also get into. Okay. Now, you mentioned that you're a games company. There are many games companies out there. And how do you differ? How are you different from other game companies? Yeah, that's a great question because a lot of games companies um, build an app or a game. Uh, and they could be very, very successful doing that. The difference with Zobi is that we built a technology platform that powers uh, hundreds of different game types and thousands of different contests and tournaments. So uh, we took a different approach, and we started by uh, serving business customers in, in uh, basically branded content, you know, white-labeled games that would be delivered and powered by us but with their logo on it, if that makes sense. 
And that was our way to bootstrap, if you will, in the, in the land of startups, uh, our way to really being able to focus on our core passion, what we love the most, which is uh, fantasy sports. Mm -hmm. And um, in the core platform that we built, this technology platform, it's, uh, by the way, six uh, patent pending um, filings already with two more being worked on this week. So we're very excited about that. Uh, we've generated some entirely unique features uh, that the fantasy sports industry hasn't seen in the past. And uh, from initial feedback, they're very, very excited about. Mm -hmm. You know, we often hear, is there an app for that? So do you also uh, have a mobile application uh, with your particular platform? So that, that it's funny. I, what I always hear is, send me the link. Um, <laughs> and, and so I'll, I'll combine those two. Um, mm -hmm. We've built multiple mobile applications, and we have some in reserve for Fantasy Coach, which is our flagship product that I'll talk a little bit more about. Um, but what we do is responsive design is what it's called. And in essence is on the back end, not to get too geeky about the code, uh -huh. but we build a lot of technology that powers a front end, which is the part that the users experience when they click through the site that works on any web accessible device. Um, now, I say any. If you have a phone from 86, uh, <laughs> it's probably not going to work. Um, but if you have a smart TV, a, a relatively new game console, a smartphone, a tablet, any desktop or PC, then you can access our software at fantasycoach.com. Have you done other games using your technology platform prior to launching Fantasy Coach? We have, yeah. As a scrappy startup, you know, which you have to be, especially here in Atlanta sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, we bootstrapped our way to where we are. And so uh, I'll just I'll give you a couple examples. How about that? Okay. Uh, so we did a March Madness tournament. It was a Facebook game, uh, and we did that with one of the nation's largest uh, insurance carriers. And what they wanted to know was how millennials were going to buy insurance. And how does that match with a March Madness game? Well, since we have all these engines in our core platform that basically relate to what a lot of people call gamification, you know, achievements, awards, sort of sharing, interactivity between friends, uh, visibility, mm -hmm. definitely uh, uh, clarity about the leaderboard with regard to performance. So mm -hmm. there's a healthy competition. And we built all these core engines and we leveraged those in a March Madness game that uh, with, I'll just tell you, with a sub $2,500 marketing budget, uh, we got um, just under 10,000 users, uh, 8,500 Facebook likes, um, several hundred survey completions on behalf of this insurance company, which did give them bell curve data about how millennials want to buy insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, and we also provided a good time for many thousands of players who enjoyed March Madness uh, with an entirely unique bracket type that we delivered. Mm -hmm. And... Gave away some prizes to the folks that wound up at the top. Mm -hmm. You certainly got a bang for your buck. I like that. Uh, you know, we can, just like just like Danny, and I am also uh, have a background in the world of nonprofits, mm -hmm. we know how to make a nickel turn in the sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We're speaking with Dan Keogh, the founder and CEO of Zobi on Silver Lining in the Cloud. Now, you spoke about the games. Um, can you talk about the um, engagement metrics and how that looks for these games? I can. So I mentioned the March Madness game, and I sort of threw out some of those, um, uh, some of those metrics. The real metric there was that we had really two calls to action in the game. It was either please complete the survey or like our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And 50% of all players mm -hmm. in that game responded to one or both of those calls to action. 
uh, late last year, which was our last B2B engagement, business-to-business engagement that we agreed that we would do before we uh, went head-on into business-consumer focus with our fantasy sports products, mm-hmm. we powered the, uh, the playoffs for the high school championship football games. Um, and we had some pretty amazing metrics uh, in that game and where um, per user, the average was over 125 matchup views per user, uh, 19 pages visited, seven minutes per active visit, and 52 picks. So if you're asking someone to come into a game and make some predictions about what they think is going to happen in high school sports, I'd call those pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm going to be calling you later today because uh, I'm involved with our company's fantasy football league and I need some help. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I, I got you, Nicole. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dan, uh, you, you mentioned uh, working with some not-for-profits and charities. You made that comment. So tell us a little bit about how, how you do that. I'd love to, Dominic. Thank you. So we have partnered with three different uh, nonprofit charities. And for our inaugural seasonal fantasy products, because I want to make the distinction, we've got the opportunity to help nonprofits now during the season and then, again, during other sports seasons and throughout the year. Uh, the first that we've chosen to benefit are military families uh, and vets. Um, the Travis Mannion Foundation, Operation Ward 57, and also Lone Survivor Foundation. And the way that this works is uh, you get ready for this with Danny. You'll like sponsors like us. Uh, we are donating 99% of all entry fees to those charities um, for the users that they're able to generate from their user bases. Oh man, that's 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 tremendous! Thank you. That's we're a, we're extremely excited to support them. I mean, it's 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 a great cause. So uh, let's talk technology. What uh, what? How do you see technology changing, and how is it playing in your world? Well, you know, I think right now uh, in our world, which happens to be fantasy sports, um, there are two camps. One is the the big guys that have been in seasonal fantasy for a long time. Then there's the new guys that are into daily fantasy, uh, which is the new genre where you play fantasy for maybe a day, a week, four weeks, uh, which we'll be launching our daily products uh, in September and October, uh, just after we kick off these seasonal ones. Um, And from a technology standpoint, you'll typically see your traditional game companies putting out native mobile applications. You'll also see these big, large corporations uh, such as um, ESPN, the NFL, CBS, um, they do heavy, heavy native mobile applications because their revenue models support that. Uh, and they're at an economy of scale where they can you know, drive pretty good deals with the Apples and Google Plays of the world. For those of us who are newer, including most of the daily fantasy companies, we use responsive web technology. And Zobie's been at it for a few years. I won't be shy to tell you that we were like Facebook and some of the other companies that took a shot at it too early back in 2012. It just didn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it worked, but it was slow. And it, was, it, it really wasn't acceptable back then. We reevaluated, and since that time, the responsive web technology has advanced to such a degree that uh, we feel really comfortable with having uh, a website, if you will, uh, at uh, www.fantasycoach.com, which is accessible via, via basically any web-enabled device, including any of those that you would typically go to the App Store and download a native app. Hmm. So uh, the bandwidth is, uh, you know, speed is obviously a critical component, right? Support for HTML5, bandwidth, Wi-Fi, and, yeah, and a combination of several other things that would probably bore your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with Dan 
Coey with uh, Zobe, Z-O-B-E-E. My daughter's name is Zoe and my son's name is Ben. Excellent. I was going to ask you how you came up with that. That's great. Okay, Dan, so uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, you mentioned your background. You've, you're, you're an entrepreneurially spirited guy, I guess, and, uh, you know, you've, got, uh, you've done this uh, more than once, right? Well, I have. Uh, actually, I, I worked my way through college, and I started off working in, uh, in mental hospitals. And the funny thing is I started college as a teenager, so when I went to go try to get my first job, they wouldn't even consider, you know, interviewing me. So I camped out in the lobby for eight hours. And <laughs> finally, the director of nursing came out and said, my goodness, you're a persistent little devil. Uh, come, on, come on back here and let's talk. And uh, I, got, I got my... Um, I got, I got the job and spent some time there and decided I, I had a real interest in counseling and helping kids. So the first six years of my career was doing that. What I realized was the way to make a bigger impact was to train other counselors on how to be effective with the kids that they weren't really reaching, those, those ones that were on the fringes. So uh, I formed a partnership with a, a fantastic lady named Helen Wilson in Dallas, Texas. We wrote a training manual and trained uh, all of the major school districts in the North Texas region, uh, several of the hospitals. And I turned that business over to Helen uh, when I moved here to Atlanta. Very briefly, did a hosting company called Getting You Online, sold that one a couple years later. Then I did a uh, software and uh, web marketing agency called Zersha, and ran that one for about 10 years. I, I get bored usually at about five or six. So uh, I hired an operator, uh, actually a retired um, uh, VP from Dow Chemical. And he came in and ran the company. I went to go help another startup. We sold that one in 2010. And that was my leaping off point to go ahead and do what I've always wanted to, uh, which was to pursue uh, fantasy sports and technology. Excellent, excellent. Talking with Dan Coey with uh, Zobi. And uh, we're talking gaming. So, you know, I'm a non-gamer. I'm going to put my cards on the table here. Uh, but what am I missing? How does uh, someone who's kind of a novice, uh, you know, in that uh, world uh, find uh, the right game? I mean, it's overwhelming sometimes, right? And there's free stuff, and then there's other stuff, I guess, that's charged. I don't know how it all works. Can you share a little bit about that? I, I can. And I'm going to kind of stick in the sports game genre because, you know, the there's the Zingas of the world and the Clash of Clans, and, and that's a, a pretty much a completely different model. In, in, the, in the world of sports games, uh, you're right, there's you know, millions of eyeballs. It's, it's top of interest if you look at just about any list. Fantasy sports is a $4 billion annual services industry. We have 41 million players in the U.S. and Canada that play fantasy sports, and, and I've been doing so for 20 years. Um, just a, a quick overview of how this works is um, you, you get together with a group of friends, family, uh, sometimes it's public leagues and people you don't even know. We, we also have those available in Fantasy Coach. And you do what's called a draft. It's just like the NFL or the NBA drafting players coming out of college. And you get real-world athletes, and they perform in real-world events. And their statistics garner you points, and your opponent's statistics get the points of the players on their team you play in matchups, which could last a day, a few hours, a week, four weeks, the full season. And uh, it's a, it's a winner-take-all kind of thing. So um, that's a quick overview of fantasy. How do you find it? How do you not find it? If, uh, it's, it's being blasted at you all day, every day. If you ever turn on ESPN, CBS, you know, NBC, or um, go to any of their websites. 
certainly fantasycoach.com is a great place to find it. <laughs> yes, I would think so. Dominic. Yeah, Dan. So uh, tell us if there's, if there's anything else you'd like to share about uh, Zo- Zobi and, uh, and what the future has in store. Absolutely. So Zobi is the parent company. Uh, Fantasy Coach is our flagship product, and, and that's pretty much the brand that you're going to hear us talking about in the future. Um, we could be found at fantasycoach.com. On Twitter, it's at fantasycoaching. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash fantasycoach. And again, we're, uh, we're here for the long haul. We've just kicked off our seasonal fantasy products. We've conducted our online drafts um, through our, our brand new technology. And uh, we have an expert league that we're about to announce and also some very, very big partnerships that I'm not allowed to mention this morning. I so wish we had a few more days, uh, but next time. Okay, Nicole? Timing's everything. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Okay, coach. (laughs) (laughs) They call me the coach because I'm from New Orleans. The coach. Thank you so much, Dan, for being on the show. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. We'd like to thank our guests today from the East Lake Foundation, Danny Shoy and Dan Kehoe with Zobi. We appreciate you both for being on the show. I'm Nicole Tobtosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Graney, with CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their investment in IT infrastructure and cloud solutions and support. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions and cloud support, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud.